Hi, this is Coach Colette, host of the Start Within podcast, and welcome back to another episode of Financial Fridays. While I have continued to do my research for this month being Black Business Month, and I was able to get my hands on two reports. One was the Hello Alice Impact Report, which is in partnership with Black and Brown Founders, Digital Undivided, and Div Inc. The second is Advancing Black Entrepreneurship in New York City, which is a report produced by the New York City Department of Small Business Services through their new initiative, which is called BNYC, Black Entrepreneurship NYC. And I wanted to share more up-to-date data on the impact of COVID-19 on Black businesses. So according to Digital Undivided, 82% of Black business owners reported that they had a decrease or loss of revenue as a result of COVID-19. Nationally, the number of active business owners fell 22% from February to April 2020. Active Black business owners had a more steep decline of 41%. In New York State, the number of active Black business owners fell 70%. So you can see that this is a tale of different states, a tale of different cities. We know that Black-owned businesses are more likely to be in the retail, restaurant, and or other service sectors. And we know that these service sectors have been severely impacted by coronavirus. And the BNYC report shows that Black-owned businesses are more likely to be based in so-called COVID-19 hotspots. And this means that they are operating in communities with four main commonalities. One, longer forced closures. Two, more COVID-19 symptoms among residents three, more social distancing needs, and four, fewer customers. So you can see how then this is creating this decrease and loss of revenue. Reports also show that the Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP, did not support businesses in these COVID-19 hotspots. Nationally, just 2% of the hundreds of billions of dollars of PPP loans went to Black-owned businesses. In New York City, only 7% of Bronx businesses and 11% of Queens businesses received PPP funding. So you can see that there is a discrepancy and an inequity in terms of access to capital, which is not new to COVID-19. It's just that COVID-19 is shining a bright light on these inequities. In the Hello Alice Impact Report, it was shown that the overwhelming majority of Black business owners 
nearly three out of four reported that they needed this emergency funding immediately in order to survive the COVID-19 pandemic. So I wanted to just shine the light on this to let us know that there are challenges that we as black and brown entrepreneurs are facing. And it just underscores the need to reduce and eliminate these disparities in the racial wealth gap. So that's all for me for now. Get ready and listen up to today's tip from Sugi Singh. Hello, everyone. This is Suki Singh, aka Investing, of the Investing Podcast with your weekly financial Friday tip. Are you maximizing your 401k and IRA with your employer? Now is the time to double check if you are and get those benefits as soon as you can and adjust those if need be. With that said, that is your weekly financial Friday tip, and I'll speak to you soon. Have a great weekend. Bye bye. Hey, it's Coach Colette, and this is this week's version episode of Unplugged. I feel like I'm always in this situation where I can't think, what would I talk about this week? And then, of course, the universe brings me an experience. So this week has been an interesting week in the political sphere with the Democratic National Convention and the speeches from Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, and of course, our vice presidential nominee, Kamala Harris. And I believe that one of my experiences this week does align with one of the quotes from her acceptance speech. This is about a virtual networking experience. The platform on which it happened, I don't think is really that relevant, but suffice it to say that this is my first interaction with someone on this platform. And basically you fill out your profile, and the platform matches you with people to connect with. And no, it's not a dating app. I'll save those stories for another Unplugged. And so I was matched with another coach who is a leadership and sales coach who happens to be a white male. And so we get on the call, and I don't know if it's because I am who I am, a black woman, or a former English major, or just someone who pays attention. I listen a lot to language. And so one of the first points that perked me up was when he said, tell me about your little business. And then it was almost as if he heard it come out of his mouth. And then he said something like, oh, little or big or small or big, as if to try to compensate for the first utterance. And then later in the conversation, when we were talking about things, and he was mentioning the fact that he might make a referral to 
someone that might be able to support my tech app, which is why I connected on this platform. He said something like, well, you know, the projects that they work on tend to be on the high end. And I was like, okay. And also something he said, well, you know, and they work with lots of people who are influencers. And yeah, you are somewhat of an influencer. And so all of these comments, right, on the surface, you might think, oh, it's just vernacular, or that's just how he was speaking. And yet we know that implicit bias is baked into all of us. So I still, in these situations, always have to ask, would you use that same qualifying language if you were speaking to another white person, whether that person be a white man or a white woman? And I didn't ask those questions on this call. Sometimes, again, I get in that sense of, I'm not here necessarily to train you on diversity, inclusion, equity, implicit bias. That wasn't the purpose of this call. And yet it's still something that stood out to me. I am fine. I don't have any feelings or emotions about it because I didn't internalize anything that was said. It just really piqued my curiosity. And this is where I'll bring it back to Senator Kamala Harris's remarks. You've probably already seen the memes on Twitter or Instagram. There is no vaccination for racism. And again, I don't know this person very well. I don't know what his beliefs are politically, socially, or otherwise. Yet it is interesting to consider the qualifying language that he used to describe me, my idea, and my business. I don't know if he even realized or if he even cares. Yet, given that this person is in the role of a coach, it does concern me a bit to wonder, does he speak this way to his clients? Are there people that he's worked with on his team that have also had this experience? It's something to consider. Yes, I am a former English major, and yes, language matters. And that's not the only reason why it matters. What we say, our words carry energy, and our words have impact. So, those are my thoughts for now for this unplugged segment. It's a bit of an unfinished story, yet I am excited by the fact that I created this unplugged segment, particularly in 2020 because it is a way to document my personal experiences as well as the experiences of all of us as we navigate this coronavirus global pandemic, this shelter-in-place experience, 
and this reckoning on racial and social justice. Take care, be well, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be speaking again soon. So what is your takeaway from this week's Financial Friday segment? What might you do differently around your money and your mindset? For more financial advice, you can check out Suki's podcast, Invest Sing, where I also share tips on his Wellness Wednesdays segment. If you enjoyed this episode and haven't already subscribed, you can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. You can also connect with me on Instagram at coach underscore Colette for more inspiration on personal growth and wellness. Tune in next Friday for another episode and get ready to start within to finish strong. Thank you.